0: Okay, so I have um I've had an interesting week, Kevin.
1: You have? Not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell.
0: Had an interesting week in in uh, media and sort of just sort of like f- circling the interesting things of the world.
1: Um, yeah, you know, there's been a whole bunch of really interesting things that are um, kind of uh, are in our usual purview. The the whole political craziness thing, but we're not doing that today, right? It's just too much of a. Vor- I mean, talk about a rabbit hole. It's yeah. too much of like a sucking vortex. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it today. I uh, had. I had a meeting that went till four o'clock, uh, and then I was brain dead, yeah, and fried, and tired. And I just want to talk about fun things now.
0: Well, those people who are doing all that stuff that's driving us all crazy, that's giving us all this talking stuff, it's kind of what they want. They want us to talk about them, right? So yes. let's. We're gonna be renegades.
1: That's. That's what, I'm not even going to say her name, but that's what she wants. It's attention. That's what she wants. Yeah. Yeah. Not giving it to her. That's right. Not that's today, right.
0: but. Um, but what is interesting is that tomorrow is Groundhog's Day. It is. Groundhog Day. And I think I should watch the movie. It's, I was thinking the same thing. It has to be one of the best films ever made. Certainly, it might be the best holiday film ever made. Certainly the funniest, with all, even with all the Christmas vacation and that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah my kid loved it he thinks it's he thinks it's hilarious and i think uh this would be a good excuse for us to all sit down and watch watch it again watch bill murray do anything yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just do anything you can watch him watch TV. you can watch him watch tv right you can watch him watch politics on tv oh yeah and it would be fun
1: no he would be he's just a uh yeah his characters i mean sometimes it seems like he's playing the same same role yeah but it's always funny anyway
0: yeah, he's sort of in a way, like, it's almost, there's not, not exclusively, but there are times when you do go, oh, he's still, you know, Phil from Groundhog Day, but right. I don't care. Right. <laughs> I think that you, I think that the, the like, like the idea of sort of the TV show Big Brother should have just filmed Bill Murray. I actually had an experience with Bill Murray once. You did? This is a funny one. It's not the funniest one I've ever heard. I, a couple of things that I known about Bill Murray, which are pretty impressive, is a friend of mine... Who's like a comedian in LA? He wanted he, uh, he he showed me some short he did, and Bill Murray shows up in it. I'm like, what are you do? what are you talking? What? what you know? He's like, well, we called him. Some a friend of mine had his phone number, and he doesn't have an agent. He does he answers his own phone, and we <laughs> called him up and left him a message, and he called us back.
1: <laughs> that True. is cool.
0: True, and this is what there is like a there is like I think there's like a sort of a poorly made, I want to say poorly made documentary out there about like this kind of stuff, people's stories about Bill Murray. And yeah, and he that's he's the kind of guy he is. He was great. He was really nice. He just showed up. Okay, you know, just showed up, did it left. But my experience with him was really was was I don't know. I I think it's an interesting enough story. I was backstage at Madison Square Garden for a Neil Young concert. And I just happened to be there because I was visiting someone who's like working for the production or something like that. And Bill Murray's back there. And he's with his lawyer, I only know this because I was close enough to him to hear someone say this, or <laughs> you were eavesdropping on Bill Murray. Yeah, yeah, I was hiding in the bathroom <laughs> in the stall with my feet up on the, and um, and but he's walking around with a coat on because it was winter, with a regular sized plastic water bottle upside down, tucked into the behind his neck into his coat, so he could kind of reach over, sort of like a,
1: <laughs> it was like a. Samurai sword like or something. Like a samurai warrior or whatever. I
0: <laughs> grabbed the water bottle anytime upside down. So he would take it out and it would be right set up and he could open it and drink it. And then I see him tuck it back into his coat. And he's not... And is making... he doing
1: it like Bill Murray would do... Like you would think Bill Murray would do it?
0: He's doing it exactly... Yeah, he's no... Yeah, he's not playing a role. Like he's right. him. <laughs> so he's just being him, right? And this is what he's doing. And it was And you could tell because he's such an interesting person. It's... None of this is for effect. It's just this is what he's decided to do and the only other thing about it i don't know what it was why it was cuz it's practically the only thing i heard him say so it's what resonates but his um his his friend lawyer or whatever says he had to go in somewhere in some room whatever someone said hey come in here roger or whatever and and then he turns to Bill and goes, hey, I'm just going to go talk to him. Uh, you want to hang right here? And Bill goes, no, no, I'm going to follow you. It's safety in numbers. But you could tell <laughs> that Bill, it seemed like Bill wasn't sure he wanted to be alone. Like he didn't want to sort of be lingering in a hallway waiting. He just had, and maybe it was a thing about he really likes
1: to be around people. I don't know. Maybe he's less secure than you would think, you know, like, I would uh, totally, uh, what yeah. if, what if I have to have a conversation with someone that might be uncomfortable?
0: Yeah. Yeah. He wouldn't be controlling it. And again, you know, who really wants to be sort of standing right. aimlessly in any hallway without anything to do, much less if people are going to go, Oh my God, that's Bill Murray and come right up to you. And then you're sort of, you're sort of trapped. So
1: And then, and then, and then the conversation is obviously going to be about Bill Murray, the, the actor and. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And so um, that's my Bill Murray story. It's a pretty good one. Um, I think I I need to go back
1: and do a whole, like, Bill Murray marathon weekend. I could do, you know, um, Caddyshack, Stripes. Oh, yeah. um, Groundhog Day.
0: It, it's kind of like, so speaking to the very, the, the sort of like the what would you expect Bill Murray to do thing, mm-hmm. this is a story I heard someone told me that when they, when they were pulled up at a stoplight and looked over to the car next to him and it was Larry David from Kerber enthusiasm <laughs> and Seinfeld World in his car by himself, like in his Prius, because that's what he drives right. you know, in LA. And they look over at him. This is, I don't know, I, this is what I was told. And he looks over at them. And he does what you would think he would do. He just kind of puts his hands up and shrugs, and then the light changes and he drives away. He's just no, kind of like, like, "What are you gonna do? It's me, Larry David."
1: <laughs> no, no. And do you think that's like his natural reaction, or is it's, he playing, you know, the role of Larry David? I think
0: Larry David is just a. Uh, I mean, his, yeah, his his character is, him. is is really just it, like like a, just like Kramer is just a, a magnified version of his. What do, you, what do you
1: think would be um better as an actor to have to act yeah or that you are the role the character you know i mean because yeah. i think there are those people who you every time you see them you're like they play the same role every oh, time yeah, yeah. and they're that's char- what they're getting yeah, hired yeah, yeah. for but they're, that's probably easier but it might become maybe a little boring i wonder i don't know
0: i guess it, you know yeah because you'd see like you know, like mostly Rob, a lot of comedians. Robin Williams was an acting; he was yeah. high-strung guy who talked a thousand miles an hour anyway. You know, and did his thing and was always kind of goofing off. I know what you mean, if you, but there is, whereas you say like someone like Daniel Day Lewis, who's right. actually a hum, you know, who is someone else off screen, you know, to some degree.
1: I think if somebody was to offer me hundreds of thousands to several million to be myself. I would gladly do it.
0: Yeah, I think it it must be personality driven because if you're somebody who s- sort of like, not to get too serious here, but who truly loves the art of acting, mm-hmm. I would think you'd want to act.
1: And, and do, I, pro- people like Bill Murray probably drive them insane. They're like, that no talent hack yeah, yeah. gets paid how much? Yeah. Yeah,
0: and all he does is, all he has to do is wake up in the morning and put his pants on and be himself. Right. And everyone's like, he's the best. <laughs> that guy's the best. I'm sure that's Will Ferrell, too, for oh. most, most most roles, you I'm know? I'm sure, yeah. But I think the problem with that, though, is that you can never get away from yourself,
1: mm-hmm. I would imagine. It's so hard, right? I mean, yeah. uh, I, like Adam Sandler was in yeah. Punch Drunk Love. Yeah. And Will Ferrell did, uh, what was that? Uh, oh, yeah, Stranger, Stranger Than, than fiction. fiction. Right, yeah. Yeah, those were kind of outside their normal yeah. thing. but. Seems like it's rare.
0: Well, what's weird about it is that that comedians so I shouldn't say say so rarely because there's probably plenty of, plenty and plenty and plenty of examples. But comedians are great dramatic actors typically because the one thing that comedy really teaches you is timing, right? I mean, oh yeah. I mean, incredible timing. You see, Robin Williams in One Hour Photo, um, or or in. Um,
1: he was in Insomnia. Insomnia. Yeah.
0: He's great. Yeah. He's great. He was. Yeah, and, and Jim Carrey in um, Man on the Moon. Oh, yeah. He was great. Yeah. Or even, I mean, Truman showed to some degree, but that was a little bit of comedy behind that too, sure. sort of. It was light, light-hearted, lighter-hearted at times. But, yeah, I mean, these they they have the timing. Yeah. And, so, and oftentimes I find, I just don't find, personally I don't find comedy that funny most of the time. <laughs> the things that other people find funny. Mark finds comedy sad. Mark finds comedy <laughs> sad. Comedy makes it's... me cry and, you know drink
1: drink too much
0: uh you know like i'm not a will ferrell guy no you know this just seems like
1: you don't like uh the ballad of ricky bobby
0: yeah i'm not gonna watch (laughs) the ballad of ricky bobby (laughs) although what's his name is incredibly talented um oh yeah oh gosh i'm not gonna think of his name right now i'm gonna have to look it up because he's so incredibly talented. i I do
1: like uh will ferrell i I find him i find him enjoyable to watch
0: yeah i don't um john c Riley. He's 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 he does a lot of that kind of stuff. That's just like why. But I'm sure it's all. It's just like I. My problem with a lot of that stuff, especially the um, um uh, what's his name? Oh gosh, I'm having a tough time with names. But, um, with, especially with um Ben Stiller. Oh yeah, and that whole crew.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of bad stuff, right? It's,
0: it's kind of like. And there's a bunch of those, but it's kind of like me sitting around with my friends 20 years ago, go just goofing off, right? And having yeah. the making up the funniest junk you could possibly think of, and we're all rolling around, and the, and but it's but it's actually really 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 dumb a lot of the time, right? And it really was only funny like in this room with these like four or five people, and these guys go make those into movies, sure. and it's kind of like the same. And I sit there when I've seen those, and I'm like, I mean, my friends and I have said things equally as funny to this but it really didn't deserve to be, to leave the room we were in and neither did yours. Right. You know what I mean? Like the, and it's always some sort of like,
1: now we're, we're tennis players and now we're, you know, it's some, sort yeah, of, there know. is a, there's a stick that they have yeah. that, that gets used frequently. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like that whole, if you can get away with it, more power Why to you, you which make? is kind of, you know, was reminding me as we were talking about this, I was thinking about John Cusack with, no, you no. know I mean? Um, gross point blank oh, and yeah, high fidelity yeah. and being John Melkovich. And yep. the, I mean, those, I, I love those movies. And then he, and I can't remember what he did after that, but it was like fluff ones that I'm sure he got paid 10 times yeah. more to do. And I'm like, man, I can't blame the guy. It's like, yeah, I did yeah. my serious stuff. Now I just want to make some money. Someone just
0: came in. It's like, it's like Eddie Murphy. I mean, yeah, Eddie Murphy. It's like, why are you doing like Daddy Daycare or whatever these movie? I don't know what that. But you know, those weird ones. So much money it's because someone just gave me like eighteen million dollars. Right. Why wouldn't you? It's like, well, I mean, gee, uh, I guess. I yeah. I think about it. I don't know. <laughs> like at a certain point, you're and especially because a lot of these these people have um, they've reached the point of like. Now that they they may very well see integrity in acting and love acting, but like think about it like this: I have a job. If someone said, y- y- we're, "Look, man, like you do your job, you've been doing it for a while, you care about your job, maybe, but like, why don't you just do this job over here? You're working for somebody. They're not as cool, but they're not hurting anybody. They're just kind of dumb, right? But they'll pay you like 16 times what you'll make. You're- Otherwise, you'd be like." Okay. For three months? Sure, absolutely.
1: I mean, I know how much you love spreadsheets. <laughs> I'm a so, spreadsheet guy. you would hate to give that up. I mean, yeah. that's your true calling. Yeah, yeah. But if someone was to say, hey, you could do Word docs for true. 10 times as much money, you'd be yeah. like, okay, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do it. I mean, it's kind of like me, you know, staring at a, at a screen full of code. Yeah. If somebody's like, hey, do this other thing. If
0: someone offered you half a million dollars to switch to like a Mac or a PC. It's kind of wicked it is. I use a computer anyway.
1: If somebody offered, I so I had a client years ago. This was an agency. They were pretty, you know, the pretty cool agency in town. And they had me doing their website because they were too busy to do their own website, you know, like like as is often the case. Yeah. Um, so they had to outsource their, their marketing website to me. Mm. And uh, then they kind of went through this whole thing where they kept firing their marketing department, but keeping me and then bringing on a whole new crew who didn't know anything. And so then they just started having me do everything and I pay, charged them by the hour. Oh man. And yeah. I didn't really, you know, I mean, it's kind of that thing where they said, Kevin, we're really sorry. We're making you do these menial tasks. <laughs> and I said, you pay me the same. Yeah. If you want me to come in and, um, dust, dust the desk and yeah. take out the trash sure. for my hourly rate. I'm happy to we'll do take it. A vacuum. What's the I'll difference? I'll walk your dogs. Sure. I don't really care. Yeah. I'll pick up your dog's poop yeah. for this this rate. Just keep paying me for it. Yep. I know, right? Yeah. It's like
0: it's it's got this it's like it's like you want to do it for the next ten years, but at the same time it's like, hey I'll do a couple extra things and like walk. I'm here, you know. Walk out of here an extra hour in for another X amount of money. Sure, I'll buy buy something cool with that.
1: And I was not making millions. Yeah, I mean they they didn't have to pay me that much. Dangling (laughs) like
0: yeah, like you know yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty funny. I mean. But anyway, I di- we digressed. Even though
1: I didn't, we're not Isn't that kind of the point that's of what this? We were doing. Isn't that kind of the point of this? That would have been. We could probably could have named this. I digress. I digress. Yeah, and then we didn't digress. Well, I mean, you know, we were we were talking earlier about um, the pathetic snow season here. Yeah. And I have not been out very much, and no. uh, not skiing. We're talking skiing. Yeah. I've not been out skiing much because just hasn't been worth it. So I've been taking Alexander up for freestyle. And then I just am like, I'm going home. I've I've gone skate skiing once. And I pretty much just skipped it and did other things. Yeah. But I did get out this weekend for a couple hours on Friday. And then I did a bank slalom on Saturday. And now I am really, really paying the price. I think taking three weeks off and then Destroying myself at 49 years old is a recipe for, for pain.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, I think it's in the rule book. Yeah. Like, don't, what not to do.
1: No, I mean, I think I think my favorite activity at this point is the hot tub.
0: I did the same thing, by the way.
1: Yes, I we know. We are
0: commiserating here because I <clears throat> I did ski the last couple of weekends, but, you know, it's not been great, and we right. haven't been out much, and it's sort of been easy. And then i I don't think I stretch you know you're getting older and you got to start thinking about this kind of stuff and you're and you go up and you just and then you start to feel achy and you're like you know what though but it's good ah but this next 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 little bit looks like fun and then you yeah. just keep going and going and then you get home and you're like oh how much ibuprofen will help me here is yeah, it enough
1: I, I think my first first hard day of the season I pretty much Incapacitated myself for the next two weeks with with back pain.
0: Yeah, I've I did pretty much the same thing. Luckily, it's it's 42 degrees out and probably going to rain tonight, so we won't be. You know that is
1: that is the silver lining. <laughs> <so> sad as <laughs> you that can't sounds. go punish yourself. You again. won't. It's
0: like it's like whole bunch of beautiful snow falling, and you're like, oh, no, I yeah, I don't know, can't exactly. do it. You're like, well, it's raining. Yeah, you were like healthy or not. I was going to be like watching movies on Sunday.
1: <laughs> now that that brings me to, um, you know, this is like this is kind of my segue here.
0: I like this. Yes. Because I have a feeling I know what direction we're going in. Oh, really?
1: Well, we spend some time. We,
0: we, we message each other throughout the yeah. week. Little things we're coming across. I
1: mean, there's a couple of things. One the is week. the things you were sending, which was this these old ski jumping videos. So cool. We should start with that. You think? Yeah, because talking about pain, soreness, oh, yeah. you know, crushing, right. destroying yourself. Yeah, I think I think that is right there.
0: It was like what I think I think the first one I sent you or it was like 1937 ski jump competition. And these, what, what they, they were wooden skis. No flex, no... It
1: looked like they were getting about a distance of maybe 15 feet. 15
0: feet, yeah. right. I mean, and they, they would still come over the knoll. Right. Cause they they had that going for them. Yes. But then they would... But then, yeah, you you, you 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 when you've seen ski jumping of 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 late, right, modern day, you, you would think they're gonna go seventy eight feet or something. Right. They go, they literally go. You could throw a rock further than. Yeah, I,
1: I think our kids on a, on a on a jump on their sleds get as much distance sometimes.
0: You see kids every single day doing that kind yeah. of stuff up on a on a decent mountain anywhere. Oh yeah. yeah, absolutely. But these guys. But that said, we're talking about modern times and we're talking about modern equipment and we're talking about all sorts of things. So it's not really a diss right. when it comes to these guys. But yeah, so they're, they're were on super cool. wooden skis, leather boots. I'm sure leather straps strapping them to their boots, uh, to their skis, and uh, and metal everything everything metal, right? And no kind of helmet or padding. Yes, and they're launching, and they're flying this distance, and they're mostly bailing. But it's really yeah. kind of cool. It is, yeah. And
1: there, this is kind of it. If I remember correctly, this is like pre any kind of real jumping technique. It's just kind of like go off the jump and just stand in the air.
0: Remember when we were, remember in, in, uh, in Greg Stump's, the blizzard of Oz, when they talk about, uh, we were talking about what's his name the other day, Scott Schmidt. the other day. Mm -hmm. For those of you who may or may not know skiing, he was, he was the first, he wasn't the first extreme, extreme, he was kind of the first star, but he was the first great. He was the first one that Glenn Plake's the one you wanted to look like, unless you were like a little more straight laced, uh, uh, but Scott Schmidt's Scott the one Schmidt, you wanted to ski like, The one right? you wanted to ski like. Yeah. And Scott Schmidt you also wanted to look like too because he kind of looked cool too, but as a ski bum instead of like a Moh- Mohican right. punk rocker. So it was kind of like you were one, fell into one of those camps. But, but, but no matter what, like I was the Mohican punk rocker guy, but I still wanted to ski like Scott Schmidt. Yeah. And the whole thing, which is brought up in the Blizzard of Oz, is that Scott was the first guy people sort of saw that was a star who would go off these cliffs and he wouldn't do what they call rolling down the windows, Where your arms just, like, you're trying to centrifugal force yourself to stay balanced. And he would just drop stoically.
1: He was like the Michael Jordan, you know? Yeah. The way he would leap from the free throw line and stay in, like, a statue position until he slammed it. And that was Scott Schmidt. Yeah. Right off the thing.
0: He'd come off of that. He'd come off of any cliff at any height, kind of descending like a falcon, posed, (laughs) you know, just, just, just. Just gorgeous drop, like in position. Yep. And nice, just compact. Cool. Hands so in cool. front. So, so the rolling down the windows thing, the centrifugal force trying to keep yourself right. balanced thing, these guys are just doing this. All over the place. All over the place.
1: And, and the second one you sent is super cool. And what was really cool about it was uh, there was some good air. There, there was some good distance in that one. The, yes. the, the 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 difference between the people who were not going far and the people who went far was pretty big. Yeah. It was kind of like Eddie the Eagle versus that totally. Maddie Nikanen or whatever. Yeah. But um and I like the the guy, the last one in the video, he like gets up there and he fixes his hair first. DD, I didn't, yeah. I didn't <laughs> then, see that. And then he goes off and he's got a Superman form. Like the one yeah. where instead of their arms behind their uh-huh, back, which uh-huh. some of them did that. Yeah, they did. Uh they also didn't do the V. These right. were not in a V. They were straightforward. They leaned forward, That's right? Because they used to do they, the
0: full lean. Yeah, they didn't. And hold, then they yeah. put their
1: hands out over, like straight oh, yes, out, like yes. they were like Superman. Awesome. It was the craziest thing. I had never known it's about that. So technique. insane. And
0: also, let's think about it. Although you know, we say the word, we say the the the, the year nineteen thirty-seven. You say the year nineteen sixty-one. A massive amount of life has happened, oh, and the yeah. world changes. But it's what is it? Twenty-four years. <laughs> That's the difference between the 1937 video and the 1961 video. And in the 1961 video, they're, they're doing modern right. Like ski jumping, and they're, and they're going triple the distance. And
1: there, five, there are some really good wrecks. And I, I yeah. like the one where the guy just, oh, man, he, he hits the ground hard. And then they instantly show the audience, and there's a bunch of people with hands over their mouths. Really? Like, like they're like, oh. There's <laughs> one guy in the 1937
0: one that I showed because I showed my kids – and he, we were laughing because he he bails, both of his skis go flying off, and he's lying like a starfish, wide, arms let and legs spread, head down the hill, just on his back. Clearly at this point, just kind of enjoying the ride, <laughs> right? Just, just sliding. sliding out. <laughs> it was, and my my girls laughed and they're like ah ha ha, because he's just like ah, what's gonna happen?
1: I mean now? that's kind of fun. I, I think. I, honestly, I think those those are the years to be in these sports. It's yeah. the it's the time when the sport is new enough. People think you're a little bit crazy, but you're not going to die. Yeah, I mean, we got to find that next sport. Now you could
0: die. Yeah. yeah, you could definitely. I mean, there's protection now. These guys are wearing helmets now. They I don't even think they were in '61. They were wearing helmets, possibly. May, may maybe, but they wouldn't have helmet technology of today. Is there
1: any sport now that's not injury filled? I mean, what what yeah. sports do people do? That maybe golf. I don't know. But no, because I mean,
0: what ends up happening there is like you, back. you tear your knee, your oh, back. Your knee. Yeah, like, yeah, those yeah. are all just like, like, like wear and right. tear. You know, that's right. you're not gonna you're not gonna get hit.
1: I mean, know? it seems like almost every other sport now is so extreme.
0: Yeah, you can't be a normal sport person.
1: I, today. A surfing. I mean, that's yeah. that could, we could go right into the whole what's been going on. What was it? Jaws? Is that the? The big uh, surf, um, it's, it's big surf break that's been huge this year. Oh yeah, or? everything's been huge. This year. Everything's yeah,
0: huge. Yeah, they've had. I've heard Southern California is incredible. We
1: just watched. Uh, it was uh, Kai Kai Lenny. Uh, I think that's the name, Lenny Kai Kai Lenny. Maybe not he's, a name I remember. It was a um,
0: big wave. Guys, are kind of a lot of them. And yeah. He, unless it's like the he's got top. a GoPro
1: on the front of his surfboard, uh-huh. you know, so you get to you get to watch him get hammered hard, yeah. twice by the wave.
0: It, it, it's brutal i mean it's it's i have surfed and i have surfed n- none of the stuff that we're talking about here but stuff that's like intimidating enough stuff that's big <clears throat> like maybe head and a half high it's brutal it's kyle like, even Lennon. that just crushes you much and less. He,
1: he gets a concussion in one of them yeah pretty pretty big concussion but yeah. he said it was worth it for the barrels I'm sure which so. these barrels were huge but honestly in these huge breaks they last like Four seconds, yeah. And they're like in, and then they're done, and then they're like, "Whoa!" It's like
0: heroin. Yes. that's what I think. It's like it's like or some weird some one of those drugs that people do. That I
1: that's a massive high, but it wears off. But it wears off so fast,
0: and you're always trying to chase that. And that's the whole thing is like you're literally never. I mean, I think that you know someone who's as good as the top people, they're 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 going to the breaks. They can surf long, long, long rides and stuff. But every time I ever surfed, and I'm certainly not a great surfer, but even when I was at my peak. My entire experience was like, I barely remembered what just happened. Like it was 14 seconds you're riding. If that was a good one, a good ride, you know, whatever, maybe um, you carve a couple times, you're out of the wave and you spend, especially if you're not super good, you spend a lot of your time trying to make sure you don't bail and look like a dummy and feel like a dummy because you only get like one wave an hour if you're lucky. And so you're trying to not screw up and lose it or bail or anything like that. So you're concentrating so hard on it. Yes, you do enjoy it, but it's gone so fast. It's like, well, when am I gonna get another one of those again? I gotta paddle back out and try that again. And you, you never, I mean, if you strang together every wave I ever caught, I bet, I bet I have less than an hour's worth of ride time.
1: And And years,
0: (laughs) years, not like, not like 40 years of surfing, but like years of surfing.
1: This is kind of like uh, being a professional NHL player and they, they get like 20 second shifts and they they get like 11 minutes per game or something. And so at the end of the season, it's like, well, I played hockey for, well, of course they do like a hundred games or something insane, but, but um, there, what, what that made me think of was another video and it's called watch Tom Curran surfing a perfect Mexican point break. Uh huh. Uh, Did I send that to you? I don't think so. But I wanted to because it's pretty fun. And, uh, you know, he's like, he looks like at least our age. Yeah. And probably doesn't have any kids. I don't think he's married. It's like He's like a 50-year-old kid. Yeah. You know, and and kind of an envious lifestyle, living in Mexico, surfing these. But the breaks that he surfs go on for like 45, 50 seconds a minute. Yeah, that's pretty great. They're not huge. Yeah. But it just, to me, that looks like more what I would want. It's just like going yeah. and going and going though. I don't know. Do you have to hitch a ride back out to the, you
0: have to paddle. Unless That's a you're... long way to paddle. It's a really long way to paddle. Cause yeah. you can be paddling a quarter of a mile or if you're surfing Mavericks, you have to paddle that just to get to the break. Right. You have to paddle a quarter of a mile just to get out to Mavericks break. And then you got to paddle the entire time you're out there just to stay in the spot. Cause the rip pushes you out of the spot <laughs> all the time. I mean, so it's in, um, I forget the 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 Great Mavericks documentary is it talks a lot about it. It's really really great. But
1: and and Mavericks has been huge too this recently, right? Yeah, really it, big. that's where the that biggest maybe the biggest wave ever surfed was recently.
0: Was it? I think it was Nazir. Was it Nazir? I thought it was, an, it was, I thought there could, was could one just
1: this last week where you they think right. it might be a new record, but they haven't right. determined yet. But I did see another video. Uh, a surf photographer broke his back. Oh wow! And he was on the back of a jet ski. Oh yes. And there, did you see that? I did. And there, in your, they've got like an aerial view. Yep. And everyone's heading, and a, and a couple of the people make it over the. Yeah. Because the wave everybody comes else, from outside. Right? Everyone else is like, nope. Yep. Like it's like that whole Star Wars scene where they're like, it's a trap, and all yeah. the, all the things turn and try to go the other way at the last second, and everybody does that except for this one jet ski that shoots off, and the wave has got to be like. 30 or 40 yeah, feet at that yeah, point, and, and, and just, they shoot off with speed.
0: Yeah, rockets off the top. Rockets of that, I think. off the you top. You wouldn't think that a jet ski, because those things are heavy, and they are fast. I was, two people on it, I was surprised when it, I saw how far up it kept going, climbing.
1: It's not surprising that the guy broke his back. It's
0: not, no, no. It's not surprising at all, because it was, I mean, well, except that I would think he would have jumped off of the jet ski while in air.
1: That would have been the smart thing to do, probably, Because right? I'm
0: imagining the way he broke his back is because he landed still straddling the jet ski right. or
1: on the jet ski. I wonder Do you think he's sitting backwards and he doesn't know what's going on because Maybe. he's got the camera oh, that's and possible. I have no idea. Maybe
0: he didn't have the option to jump off because once you were in the air, Ew. he was thrown right. and then landed on, on the jet, the jet ski. ski without. Yeah, that's possible. So yeah. he just got just jostled off the top of it yeah. and didn't really, wasn't like he could push off and jump. Right. Maybe, but yeah, I, yeah, you would imagine. Um, I mean, those that stuff is insanity. By the way, I, I mean, Just, just, just those, the, just being on those jet skis inside those waves, racing in to save somebody, to pull oh, somebody out. So that stuff's like pretty impressive to watch. Yeah, they really are looking out for each other in a pretty intense way. Yeah, it they can are. Be life or death.
1: When you, yeah, you have to shoot in there to get somebody. I mean, you put putting yourself at risk. Yeah, and they sure. do it
0: though. There's a big camaraderie with those yeah. people, and they really do I, take it seriously.
1: I think sometimes some of. The jet ski pilots are other surfers. Oh, the, you know, the, they'll switch. Yeah, yeah. they'll
0: they'll, they'll rotate. Exactly, they will rotate. Yeah, not all the time, but there but, are. And
1: I would think that would be smart because somebody who's towing you in has to know, you know, the break, right? Yeah, you can't just have Joe Schmo haul you into a. You yeah, know, you got to kind of know what
0: you're doing. You have to have hopefully been here before. You right. talk about it. They have a whole conversation. There's a couple of movies you can see. where oh, okay. They really really go into it. They know each other really well. You want to go, oh, there's some guy you don't know, like, you know, hey, I'm going to go surf Mavericks today. Hey, You got a jet ski. <laughs> you got a jet
1: ski. What's your name again? Yeah. Okay. I think you could drive out to that wave there. Yeah. You, you
0: could do that. You know how to drive it? You do. Great. Let's go. Yeah. That's not the way you want to do that. You don't want like that. That's your, that's not the person you want in your corner. No. I was, um, this, uh, the last surfing thing that I'll bring up is it reminds me of, uh, and it's a bummer because I was actually living in LA that day and I couldn't go. Um, out to the beach. Weirdly enough, it was one of the rare days of that time. I had a job and I couldn't go. Massive, massive Malibu waves. The, the whole coast is getting pounded. And, uh, it's, it's the first of two days that Laird Hamilton, oh. um, stand up paddleboard paddled from the top of the Malibu. So Malibu's broken up into three sections. So he was at the furthest out section from the pier. Which they don't ever connect. Like you can get one section, and maybe you can connect one and two, or two and one, but um, you can never connect all three of them. And the three of them is, is like a minute ride. It's a really long one. And and Laird Hamilton, n- no fanfare. The next day he had a drone. Like yeah. The first day, the day there's a there's a there's a beach footage of it. Is, is this? Where he paddles into the wave. You kind of don't even see him paddle into it because the, the, the camera phone the guy has, like, or woman has. So far away. It's so far away, they don't even know he's on, they don't even know it's him. Then they pick it up, pick him up at a certain point, and you see him paddle boarding this wave, huge wave. I mean, double two and a half head high i mean he and he and he comes all the way into the pier and he shoots the pier he shoots, shoots the between pier. the pylons on a, of the pa- pier. on a paddleboard. and when you see the wave come in and actually get to the pier the pier was shut down because they didn't want people on it because the water is so high as it hits the pylons it's exploding up underneath the pier and like through the slats of the pier because it's basically the wave is pretty much at the the bottom of the pier, the bottom of the actual walking part of the pier. So it's just insane. I mean it's just insane. And he shoots the pier. You don't see it well from the first day's camera footage. The next day, a drone goes out with him and, and he does it again. The waves were not as big the next day though, but they were big and it's unbelievable. Cause if anyone who's ever been it's like it's like the idea of shooting a pier is like the ground is moving, I'm moving The pier, these, and I'm going to, and I'm going to navigate myself through these and and the ground is moving at something of a predictable pace, but kind of, and I'm going to navigate through, um, cement and wooden
1: beams. beams, (laughs) Yeah. Poles. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's
0: yeah. And nothing can stop me. I can't pull up. Like I, I reach a certain point and I can't change my plan, but I'm coming at it going fast Cause he's going really fast. Right. Um, standing up, the ground is moving and the ground, and it's all unpredictable. <laughs> it's like, it's pretty intense. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, he was, he was the man for a long time. Yeah. You know? I would
0: say, I mean, still, still is really, he's pre- still pretty darn impressive human being.
1: He's yeah. He's, it, it seems like the whole thing now is the, um, he, and I can't remember his, supermodel wife's name oh
0: Gabrielle. yeah
1: it's their whole thing is just their insane workouts that's the only thing i yeah. hear about now like they have a pool and they yep. they go down with giant weights or something yep. and run along yeah, <laughs> around they the bottom do. of the
0: pool it's pretty amazing it is and they jump in like a cold ice cold bath <laughs> and they do it they're just they're just they have all these regiments i i, I had people like that though and I and if anyone out there uh, is, of our massive fan base are listening to this, I hate to um, sound like a jerk, but people like that tend to be pretty boring because they're so singularly focused. I, I watched this, um, I watched a video recently of this guy interviewing Laird Hamilton and it was a friend of his and he's doing this like channel trying to boost get something going for himself with like cool media stuff. And he's got Laird and he's like, let's talk. And it's titled something like Laird Hamilton's morning routine. And it's kind of like, it's really just one of the most boring things I've ever seen. It's like eight minutes of, of, and this guy wasn't a great interviewer um, of Laird anyway. And it's this, it's this guy kind of asking Laird, and Laird's like, well, I wake up, and then, yeah. And I mean, it's not like he's a dummy. He's right. not being dumb. He's just, he's not dynamic. He's right. not Bill Murray. He's not gonna do anything that's really gonna shock you or excite you. He's gonna talk about the smoothie he makes. I make a smoothie. It's like kind of banana on this. And I put some chai seeds in there. Then I go over here. I check my email. I mean, literally, it's like that. And I'm right. going like, what the heck? Like, I wanted to like see him. Yeah. What's he do? Like, what's he really like? What? But the one thing I'll have one takeaway from the video, which was actually pretty darn. Man, Kevin, we need to get better at this. Let's just put it this way. I do. I shouldn't put that on you. The one thing, and it was well Why, worth watching the video, up? was he says, Laird's thing is like, every part of my day is about task completion. Yeah. Completing a task, completing a task, completing a task. Yep. It's never about leaving something open-ended.
1: Um, yeah, he's achieved a lot more than I have, I think. <laughs> you know? <laughs> But Laird, I think you are a super cool and interesting human being. Super cool. Um, Mark might think you sound boring. <laughs> I think you sound... <laughs> He's going to challenge me, meet me in the, park, in the parking <laughs> right, lot of your school. Throwing you under the bus. <laughs> 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 I've got... Uh, speaking of jumping into cold water. Yeah. I have this one one other video. This is the last surf thing for me, too. Oh, we okay, so. okay, okay, yeah. yeah. It's, it's called something like Unur... U N N U R nor it's Norwegian. Oh yeah. Okay. So I'm, pr- I'm sure I'm pronouncing it wrong. I even heard them pronounce it in there, but basically the guy is a, uh, it's by Chris Burkhardt who I, I've known of this photographer filmmaker oh. for a long time, but, um, this, uh, this guy, his name is Eli Thor oh. is a um, Norwegian. Yeah. He's a photographer, surfer, and a former kayaker, and but he possible
0: Viking of you know former Viking at some point yeah exactly
1: Perry. former Norse guy yeah
0: yeah yeah he was a still has the hair Vikings.
1: but the hair I didn't see the hammer <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> um he he is a like a Norwegian surf photographer oh which I think is yeah probably not super common but
0: I bet he knows pretty much all the surfers in Norway. yeah. I bet. Uh, yeah, I mean they all. Know and, him. and it's
1: it's like every scene I saw was in wetsuits. You know? Oh yeah, hoods um, and everything. I'm sure. But it was really it, what it was interesting about it was not just that, but he um, he's living in this little A-frame, you know, near the ocean. It's like it's yeah. the cottage. It from from what I got from the video, like he drops his daughter off in, in town and she goes up to a woman in the door. I'm like, Oh, he's divorced. Oh. You know, he's you <laughs> Wonder what? He's living on he's the on the, the beach. Age, This is like this could just be a movie, you know, an American movie. This is like the this is the theme or this is the you know, this is kind of like the plot line of of any movie about the the lonesome man who, you know, but, uh, there's only two ways this goes, by the way, he's either
0: miserable and sad and it's like about Schmidt or something like that. It's like the saddest movie or whatever. And he, or, or, or he's like, wow, I've made a lot of good decisions in my life. One of the two, you know, I love my daughter still. And I'm like, you know, but you know, this, I got my, 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 my overheads low. my Problems are few.
1: When, before I figured out that it seemed like he, he was divorced. I was like, Oh, he's totally figured it out. And not that there's anything wrong with being divorced or, or spending time with your kids. It's just that it's not as simple as it first appeared when I saw him in this A-frame you cottage. Saw him by himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He and was I was like, like, oh man, he yeah. totally did this right. Yeah. I mean, he's just, just like, 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 zero, zero
0: right. problem. Like, no, right. I shouldn't say that, but you know,
1: like, zero responsibility, responsibility just, just himself, to just himself hanging out in the ocean yeah. taking pictures of surfers in this stunning landscape. Yeah. No, he has real responsibilities yes, like the does. rest of us and um I my thinking as having been a photographer myself is like how is he making a living? But yeah. then I also thought Norway has a healthcare system. Yeah. So he gets to take $25-30,000 <laughs> out of his, you know, his yeah. required income yeah. because uh-huh. um he doesn't have to come up with that but uh it was what he what he was saying that was that he was kind of conflicted because when he was a kid everything was about being outdoors yeah and now everything is again about being outdoors for him but he wonders about whether he's doing the right thing for his daughter oh yeah and that kind of made me think about me and my kid and i was just telling um shelby how i didn't have that much going on and i and mm. i was and i don't like when he's You know, he's like sick or injured because I'm like, well, now I don't get to go watch you play hockey. How do I live vicariously through somebody if you can't do it? And then I was like, I wonder how much of it is me, yeah, and how much of it is him, yeah. And that's what I kind of wondered watching this movie too. And
0: what comes to mind to me with that is like the is the film we've talked about, My Octopus Teacher, where at the you know the guy starts bringing his own son out to swim, and it's like life enriching. And so I guess it just depends on whether his daughter. You know, he can include her in some positive way to show that at the very least, like he can be creative, you can live the life you choose. What, I mean, I don't know the guy's life, but what are you missing? You're telling your kid like, hey, you can strive to get out of the rat race and not be a part of the craziness and do something that's like meaningful in a different way.
1: And and either way, she'll get something out of it. And the something might be. Screw this! I'm going back to the city and getting a sure. job.
0: Right, Or which is fine. Learn how to be a photographer, yeah. and she'll go on to do something in that field. Or yeah, or she'll
1: be a professional surfer. Who knows? Who what. knows? Yeah, and that was kind of his thing. Is he knew that by you know uh, living out on that that little beach cabin with her when you know when she's with him mm. is she's missing out on. All the other things that YouTube she could be doing because she's not near the city and, yeah, you know. She's yeah, so she can just basically surf food. and hang out in the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> go fishing, <laughs> Yeah, do amazing uh, things, but Netflix. she's missing out on those other yeah. normal things, right, I think right. is what it was. Just kind of like the normal things that all the other kids do.
0: It's like those movies like Captain Fantastic or even just like Swiss Family Robinson or... Um, uh, oh, this is a great one by Deborah Granick, came out recently. Anyway, it's they're, they're all about like some parent who is, whether by, or um, Mosquito Coast was like, oh that. yeah. Some parent who, whether by, or set of parents who, who choose to put their kids in an alternative lifestyle that's so extreme that they literally are not growing up in normal circumstances. It kind of reminds me of um, the, the how uh, uh, um, <clears throat> the help is not in the way episode we did with the with the girl who olive oatman no well maybe yeah that too because of course they had less choice because they were but um uh but but no the one where the the, with a girl was in the plane crash but she her parents were biologists and they were out in the kind of rainforest yeah probably taking her around to different things yeah 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 so you uh, know i
1: mean we gave alexander the great gift of living in a van there you go. Down by the not yeah. not down by the river. Well, sometimes down by the river. But living in a van for 4 months and um I mean, f- for some reason it seemed like maybe it wasn't such a great gift. Yeah. Like, you know, him screaming that yeah. I can't live in a tin can on wheels <laughs> was maybe a sign that I it think wasn't it, going taught to me. yes, it taught him metaphor. Yes.
0: <laughs> he learned metaphor really really well. He learned all sorts of ways to be mad about something. Right? So when he got oh also, you can always threaten it, Alexander. If you keep doing that, we're getting back in the van for six That's months. That's right.
1: Tin can on wheels, man. Tin
0: can on wheels, man. Tin can on <laughs> That's all you have to do. Right. Like, just shake a tin can,
1: two tin, tin cans together. Clink, 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 clink. He's like, he straightens up. <laughs> Said he wanted to replicate that experience again. And we were like, oh, you want to go live in the van again? He was like, no, I mean for like a weekend. Yeah, right. And you're like, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Go camping for a weekend. That sounds good. I can handle that too. You're... But it, I mean, with kids... We, you know, we talk about that sometimes. Uh, Shelby will be like, you know, Alexander wants huge property. He's like, I want an ice rink in the backyard. Oh, yeah. I want to build a dig holes all over the place. I, I want know. to build a tree fort. Yeah. And you're like, well, we need more property for that. Yeah. But then if we do that, we can't just drive five minutes to the ice rink. We can't drive 12 right. minutes to the ski area. Yeah. You can't walk to school anymore. You yeah. can't essentially walk anywhere that isn't your property because we'd have to get in a car to do it. Oh, yeah. And so everything, you know... You make those choices, and some people do make that choice, mm-hmm. and they do that, and their kids probably fine. But who knows? You know, you know, you don't I, know until later whether you. Made I kind of feel right like choices. unless
0: I kind of feel like unless I I, I've, I feel like you kind of going to pull it off. Like there, it's it's sort of like we worry so much about what's going to happen and how are they going to do, but in actuality, we do ask ourselves. We do have to say to ourselves, like there are kids. Who grew up in war zones? Who, oh yeah, and many are damaged, and that's horrifying. And many don't get out, and that's also horrifying. And um, but
1: many turn out fine.
0: Many turn out fine. Many turn out to be to have overcome and become really strong. And so those are that's ext- an extreme example. There are kids who grew up, I mean, essentially Tarzan like. You know, their parents are living. Is it, what was the one? The, the woman who you remember that? Oh, the the
1: actor who? No, the musician who grew up in a cult. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, was that the the guy from? Um, um, airborne toxic event yeah or you were
0: telling me about this guy
1: that's right I, that was gonna be i think that's gonna be a topic of help is not out yeah it's
0: gonna be a topic because it
1: was it's so crazy when when you hear about it yeah I mean, and he's not
0: the he's not the only one by no, any
1: stretch I, it, no yeah for sure uh, i i came across another one i think it's on our list uh another I think it was two daughters who were in a cult yeah and had to get out yeah had to escape a cult yeah
0: yeah, and, and some of them, by the way, like, you wouldn't hear about them. Like, you wouldn't have started a band. But, right. you know, the, the someone who got out of something, the the kids who broke out, the parents who got their kids out of Jonestown before it all went down, mm-hmm. or, or even just some cults we were knowing. And then they're like, well, you know, I mean, I went on to, like, work at a bank, and I'm six, and I have a nice family. It's like, you know what? You, you did fine. Obviously, there are plenty of people who are damaged, but there are plenty of people who are damaged who ne- never went near any of that stuff.
1: I would think there's, you know, we had a whole resettlement of, was it Liberian child soldiers I'm trying to remember oh, which conflict gosh, it was can you imagine? That's terrible. but they were a lot of them were resettled in like the Midwest yeah. and mm-hmm. kind of upper upper East Midwest East Coast area yeah. and for what I understand you know a lot of them are probably adults now you know because that was a while ago and they probably have jobs and families of their own and you know have, it re-
0: it reminds me of uh, Have you seen the Idris Elba Netflix film "Beast of No Nation"? No,
1: but I like. Oh,
0: it's. I mean, it's brutal because it's it's. He plays a commander of oh, a really? group of child soldiers oh, in an African country, and uh, I mean, he's just so incredible. He's incredible in anything he does, and he. J- but he, this is one of those we talk about actors acting. Mm-hmm. He's unbelievable, and yeah. and the kids are unbelievable. And the kids are playing the kids that, you know, were kidnapped from their homes and you know, and, and dragged out in the middle of the night, and maybe their parents were and family members are killed in front of them and then they're dragged out and they're handed guns and they're taught and they're manipulated and it's 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 a really incredible film. Um, but yeah, I mean you could you can you can see that you can just imagine while watching this film the intense psychological damage that hopefully some of these kids will overcome, you know?
1: Anyway, and, and and which is the point is I'm overthinking it right yeah I'm worried worried too much about whether I'm doing all the right things yeah for my kid yeah just let them keep them busy yeah yeah or yeah. don't keep them busy don't make Whatever. it too
0: easy let them keep themselves busy yeah a lot of them them keeps themselves busy is a good thing Yeah. this reminds me though because we were talking a little bit about art and 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 and, and what and switching gears from sport art and uh, and and all that, and film and media and stuff like that to um, the video I sent you the other night of the guy, oh yeah, airbrush painting. Oh my gosh, the lowrider, the guy in L.A. Probably L.A. I think he's L.A. Um, who is just it's on it's it's in this website I, we've, I, this YouTube channel called Car Insider just popped up for me and I was just cruising around and it's called How Lowrider Graphics Are Painted on Cars. It's only got 110,000 views, which I don't know how old it is. I'm not going to look that closely at it right now, but
1: I mean, everyone should see this. I'm wondering how uh, after watching that or during watching that, I thought I had a couple thoughts. One was I had no idea. No idea. And two, I wondered how long does it take to paint one of these yeah. cars? And three, how much does it cost? How much does it cost? Right. Because it's a, it it's got to take Months? I have no idea. But if
0: you when the last scenes, they open the trunk and the trunk is painted. The dashboard picks up the lines off of the front of the car in perfect symmetry. Right? I mean, coming in through the
1: from the from the hood through the windshield, it's now on the dashboard. It's. Unbelievable! Unbelievable. There was like that crazy uh, effect he did where he had water, yes, and then sprayed, and then it, the like the paint collected in the droplets or something, yeah, and then they let it dry, yeah, and then they clear coat it, yeah. So
0: like the, I, 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 a lot of it I would like. I, it's not that long of a video, six minutes. I almost would like to have the twenty minute version, be or longer, like a yeah. whole hour of this because. I couldn't understand certain things they were showing because basically there's so many layers he goes through of masking and then painting and then masking and painting and tearing off the masking and then painting again and then airbrushing. I would like to have spent a little more time on some of it because I'm like, how many layers are you doing? I mean, we watch him tape the car and then we watch him like put paper down and he has to match the – he draw hand draws it on one side of like the hood then he – then he then he sketch he sort of like whatever he he trace papers it
1: right and flips it back over flips
0: it over hand cuts it out with a razor blade so we can reverse re-tape, right in reverse we so can retape everything it's and then that, and that's before he's painted anything
1: right and he has layers of tape that he's pulling layers. off and he knows like like right. you just see all these lines you think he's pulling all of it off and no he's cut it into strips yes. and he's pulling like two here and yep. one here. And, and you
0: pull one of those off by mistake or you don't line it up perfectly, perfectly. You're going to see that rest of your life. And you're going to see that little like 3% degree, <laughs> right. 3 degree difference in this line and the other line. And the, oh, it's going to look terrible. Yep. You mess it up at all. It was awesome. This guy was a, and I'm sure there are many like him. He, This guy was an absolute artist.
1: And that's, um, you know, one of those that kind of art you wonder i mean he's he had to have learned it from somebody else right i oh, yeah. think you must Masterful. have seen and maybe each generation's adding mm-hmm. to the craft or whatever yeah. because i can't imagine the first person to paint a low rider was doing this you know no, right? right well remember
0: the airbrushes on like the vans in the yeah. back in the day they'd be like some you know, you know, we we look like a Louis L'Amour book. You know, there'd be some tiger and a big muscle guy. You know?
1: I, I still like the vans with the murals on the side with wolves hollowing at the moon. Those are fan, those are yeah. so
0: great. I love, if you just, get inside one of those,
1: just don't don't you know go inside unless you're extra sure that it's safe.
0: Yeah, you you don't want to – yeah, that's not a van you step into unless you know the owner well. That's right. Yeah, you you never do – never, ever, ever. And that's kind of like – like that's the kind of van that's like, you know, do you know the reason that they have – do you know the reason that you have – at least as far as I believe, this is true. When you walk into an elevator, you know why there is a mirror on the far wall.
1: Is that so you can see if someone comes in behind you?
0: That, Yes. And so you can see knife. if someone's hiding in, like, uh, uh, like, like you know, because uh. you have those little walls. And of course, I think this obviously so it's it's like started a long time ago. But yes, someone behind you. Um, yes. Or if there's someone hiding in the, like, you know, up against right. the wall, so you don't, they could pull you in. You could see on your way in. You could see if there's someone in there and you're, and they're kind of like keeping their back to the wall, trying to maybe they're going to grab you when you walk in or whatever. Um, and uh, where was I going with this? Mirror mirror back mirror. wall oh we were talking about the getting in the van yeah this this stabbing cabin of the right. Van, of a van right you get in the front seat of that thing you kind of have want to have either like scoped out the back like right. just pop the doors and make sure there's no one back there especially
1: if it has like the curtains
0: yeah right <laughs> and or you or have like a big mirror in front of you you can see everything behind you i've
1: seen too many of those 70 movies oh, yeah. where they pick up A hitchhiker, right? And it's like a cult in the van, yeah. And they're going, they're going to kill the person, yeah, totally. I would never get in one. I would, I would take one look in there and see the curtains. I'd be like, nope. I'll take a different ride.
0: I, I do not understand how this happened in my life. But my mom at one point owned a van,
1: not dissimilar
0: to the one we're talking about. It didn't have the. It did actually have. It's not. We're not talking about full on like Fu Manchu. You know, Southern California shag carpet oh, yeah. van it
1: didn't no shag
0: it did have the shag oh, carpet Oh, it did have shag okay. but it wasn't like it was a little bit later it was maybe an 80s version of the van okay. it wasn't it wasn't decked out in the same way it was no i i shouldn't say that it kind of was it had the captain's chairs in the front with the big you know sort of like place you put your drinks and stuff then two captain chairs behind that that swiveled oh, with a little nice. yeah with a little removable like drink stand thing in between and then in the back it had a um like a like a bench seat that could flatten out to a bed and it had the little lights you could flip on and off, and it was tinted windows. I still this is my mom at like she would probably have been my age back then. She was probably forty five years old, fifty years old. She got this thing. I still don't understand how the how this ended up in her hands. My mom, middle of Maine, driving right. around in this big floaty. Right. Every time you hit a bump, you sort of float around. The whole, the whole, of the suspension just
1: how oh, cool around. would that be to have now and and just yeah. kind of like, you know, put a the van spoiler. I love oh, those. Yeah. yeah, you know. Um, oh yeah. If you uh, we,
0: if she just airbrushed something on the side, it would have been oh, yeah. what we're talking about because it had the big window in the side in the back.
1: A sparkly kind of paint job, you know, candy apple. Yeah. red
0: or. I I have recently. I'm going to go there, Kevin. I have recently started to guess that because my brother and I, my mom, my, my brother, my, um, my, uh, um, uh, my stepfather and I lived in what was essentially a two car garage because they were building a house that he was building next to our house, but it was taking forever because he was doing it pretty much by himself and me on weekends. Um, so we moved into a, built a two car garage, moved into it, but it was sectioned off, but it was really small. Um, I think it's where they went to have sex, Kevin. I think um, that they decided wow, look to get at that a van. Time. I think
1: we are done with this show. <laughs>
0: I think that they used that for their needs because there were too many kids in the house. I mean,
1: can't blame them.
0: Can't blame them.
1: <laughs> and you know, I mean, I could, I could live in a van.
0: <laughs> I could live in a van too. <laughs> I, I should live in a van. I could, you know, if you were the Norwegian guy, you could live in a van. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: You just need a little heater you know yeah. if you're in Norway. Yeah. Um probably Montana too. But yeah. I I, I mean mm. a, a van it's fine. Vans fine. Again. Yeah. I mean
0: especially those vans cuz they were I mean the vans today they're they're cool for a thing, but those vans were just like any anybody anytime. Yeah. You know, you could kind of anyone could get one. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone could get one
1: now. And I don't think they were, you know, absurdly expensive.
0: No, I don't think so either. And the price I of a nor- little bit more than a normal car, I want right. to say. Yeah. And then big captain's chairs. I mean, these things were like movie seats. Oh, today's movie seats. Yeah. Yeah. So they were, cool. They were recliners. They were, were in vinyl. No. No, no they cloth. were cloth. Cloth. They were. Ooh. But, but so in the it wasn't, hot summer, you okay. would just be stuck. I mean, not stuck to them, but it'd be like wearing a fur coat. <laughs> Sitting in a fur coat on a hot Maine summer day.
1: I think that's got to be the memory of so many of us from summer days with our vehicles. It's like either sticking to the vinyl or, or the chrome, um, you know, latch for the seatbelt yeah. that's like oh, 227 degrees. It gets
0: hotter than anything else on the face of the earth. Yeah. It's like molten and you, lava. you
1: sit on it. It's yep. like the bottom of your thigh just gets yeah. burned. This is so people,
0: young people today wouldn't know about this because this is back when shorts weren't made longer than like, you know, like. Seven inches, seven right. inch shorts. You didn't have these long twenty two inch.
1: They had cool piping on the side. They were really usually. cool. They
0: were basically like runners shorts. Yeah. all of them. So the back of your thighs were always, always exposed. Burned. So you sit in my mom's Vega with uh with like mauve interior vinyl, hot in the summer, <laughs> sitting out in the sun all day. You all get day at the beach, and you get back in. And you're like, oh my
1: god, <laughs> burn the heck out of here. You totally
0: burn yourself. those are the days kevin yes those are the days
1: well what do you think you got you got anything else to talk about i
0: don't know i think there's this one thing i wanted to mention but it goes back to skiing with this 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 uh i like skiing this uh, this downhill skier crashes and he did hurt himself pretty bad was
1: that the one where the skis like peeled apart Exploded. yeah
0: the skis exploded that was something I was pretty impressed by. I just didn't even know what to what to do with that because I was because there's actually a still of the ski just coming apart. Yeah, I'm like I would I could see. I mean, it's still on his foot. How does that?
1: Happen? It like delaminates in the center first.
0: Yeah, it just rips off. Yeah. of the ski. so crazy. So you kind of have to imagine the impact that must have happened to just basically crack and rip apart.
1: And he gets like a concussion, a broken yeah. collarbone, and tears up his knee, I yeah, think
0: he messed himself up yeah. pretty pretty badly there um I don't know, I think I'm pretty good here, Kevin, kind of wondering if there's um I've watched some stuff about I don't want to get into politics. <laughs> don't want to do that oh it would be so easy. oh, the last thing we should talk about is saddleback maine oh yeah let's get let's 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 wrap this up with skiing since we started with skiing or more or less. So it's a it's a ski resort that sort of had its day. It was kind of fun. It was never. It was always a locals plus a few people kind of thing. Rickety chairlift. And we're reading about it recently, and they just someone just revived it.
1: Yeah, is that the one um, where somebody owned it and they kind of fell behind on things, and they ended up having to shut it down. Yep. And then people were suing to get them to fulfill some kind of contractual like obligation to keep it running or something. And I think they just couldn't do it. I, I can't remember if that's the one or not.
0: It's sounds. it's, I think it's one of those things where it's like, it's like, it's like one of those, like everyone's dream is to do X. And there's right. a certain contingent of people who's like, my dream would be to own a ski resort and I could do it. And I've got just enough money. And you kind of like so throughout crazy. the year, it's tr- tr- changed hands several times. One guy was a nutty guy who seemed to think that, you know, he had a big plan, and the plan was all headed in the wrong direction. Like, I'm going to build this instead of doing any of this. And right. it's sort of like, that's not going to make any sense. Um, and everybody just sort of seems to have sunk money into it over the years, over the years, over the years. And all the locals just sort of keep getting ping-ponged back and forth with it. But they care. They just want to go ski. They just yeah. want to go ski and support the lifestyle right. and take care of their town. And uh, and it's, it's actually pretty funny Is, now. Isn't
1: it like a $38 million investment or it's something? It's
0: going to be. That I think they've already... They've already put a bunch into it. Some some group who you know what you know it's it's so weird because they talk they talk a big game and I really hope they mean it. There's all those sort of like investor types who were like, oh, our fund is designed to like actually help smaller communities build themselves back up and this is an opportunity for us to do. We got we're not going to bail on this and then, you know, next week right. we'll be reading about the fact that they are like, like we the we numbers just this.
1: didn't make sense.
0: Numbers just didn't make sense. We really wanted to, but you know, yeah, it was so much easier to invest in GameStop. Right. <laughs> make 1700% on our investment. Right.
1: <laughs> hopefully they hopefully they didn't have a bunch of money on shorts. That's or true. else they're bankrupt now. That and would be the whole, be exactly and the whole the story. project is collapsed.
0: That would totally be the story. Like, oh Arcadia, where whatever they were called, our trancicle, you know, like yeah. the the whole hedge fund, well, they just they their thirty eight million became negative two hundred and fifty million because they had it all in GameStop.
1: Unfortunately, I think ski areas I mean, number one, of course, their their time horizon is limited. There's only a limited number of decades left really yeah. for it to be a viable business. So sure. summer is really Becoming the thing, I think, for ski areas. And being a small mom and pop one is so hard. I mean, we, yeah. like we have Blacktail here. Yeah. And it's been for sale for several years. It's like $5 million. Yeah.
0: Which to some people is like, I mean, a house.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. We have, to a what, lot of people, $50 a million house. Dollar house around here? Yeah. twenty five yeah. whatever is there, it is.
0: is there are people with houses that cost less than a ski resort right now, right around here.
1: More than the ski resort. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. More. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah.
1: My house costs less than the ski resort.
0: There are people with, ha- there's a
1: lot, you're right, Kevin. Good point. There are, a- there's not many that cost less than the ski resort. How about that?
0: <laughs> uh, not many that are less than the ski resort. Exactly.
1: And, and I, I, there's a couple other, I think it's maybe it's Maverick or Turner here in Montana or like family uh-huh. owned. Uh-huh. But I read an article in one of the, you know, magazines about that. And man, it is like, it is up at, 3:30 in the oh, yeah. morning to bed at 11:30. Yeah. It's like 4 yeah. hours of sleep a night for 4 months oh, or something. Um and I remember reading about, you know, Silverton Mountain in Colorado and they've done a great job with that, but it's not I don't think being a a parent mm-hmm. is probably a very um doable, you know, thing. Uh, there was a oh, Soldier Mountain, I think it was in Idaho, mm-hmm. had had Bruce Bruce Willis owned it I and then he sold it for like I think he sold it for like $350,000 or wow. 250,000 to this family. They bought it and they ran it for several several years, you know, kind of like the family thing, and then they were trying to sell it. They wanted to still run it. Yeah. But they were I it's probably just they probably can't come up with the money necessary to do whatever upgrades you need to do to try and Yeah. keep generating income.
0: Yeah, it's I mean, be so hard. Well, because yeah, what you know, especially today, you know, people want to come for certain things, and the only people who are going to show up for the bare bones thing, because we saw that thing on Victoria Island or something. Oh yeah, that, yeah. the only yeah. people who are going to show up for the bare bones stuff are like the people who don't have any money and aren't going to like help the infrastructure, and and it's not that that's a that I begrudge those people the right to sort of like pull up in their camper van and go skiing, but. Skiing is, you know, maintaining a lift is not cheap, you know, having someone work there is not cheap, and, you know, insurance is not cheap, so it's definitely one of those things, you know, you gotta, you gotta have that, you know, money coming in, they, they do a little bit overdo it, though, I remember when I was younger, and I was, lived for a little while in Vail, and the, uh, and I remember how shocked I was that, like, a Coca-Cola at mid-Vail was, I think, two dollars out of a machine, and I think where I lived, it was like 50 cents. Maybe it was $200, like $3, whatever. I think it was the most, it was shocking. I bet now it's
1: $7. The the skier you, you were thinking of, I just looked it up, Mount Kane, Yeah. Jan. And th- it's my dream. I yeah. mean, there, there are people living there in the parking lot in yep. their camper with snow up to the windows. Yep. And so this is kind of along the lines, you know, of, of what we were just talking about, the guy living on the ocean in his little A-frame. It's pretty much, you know, my dream, but... Uh, I don't know how a place like that stays in business. It's got to be hard because you, so you've got like you know a couple hundred locals that buy a season pass. Yep. That
0: uh, if you can get that many, right. I mean, know if they get that many, right? Yeah, but if they do, if the season pass is four hundred bucks, they might be get away with it. At one lift, that'd be worth it. Though. Yeah, maybe if there's one only a hundred people. You I know. think you
1: either have to do it so bare minimum, kind of like I mean, maybe that's Silverton's, you know, thing was that they had one lift. Yep. And, but amazing terrain. Yeah. And they didn't, it wasn't amenities. Mm. It's like you didn't go there to hang out in a lodge. Yeah. You went there to ski the most awesome terrain possible. I, I
0: saw something like some guy put a rope toe in his backyard. Yes. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> that would be cool. I mean, you'd probably go through 150 200 well, probably $100 worth of gloves a week for yourself alone. But <laughs> Did,
1: uh, not we talk about the, the whole problem, would be that one of the kids forgot to turn it off and it runs all night. And at the end of the month, you end up with like a $700 Sit electrical the, bill. Or you've like
0: sawed through planet earth. You know, yeah. it's like a cheese saw. It just saws through like everything. You just sawed through the mountain. Right. Like, really? I didn't realize that was going to happen. Cause that just drags, drags the ground. Right. Saws all the way down to like, That's we had right. 10 feet of powder. Now we, the rope is buried underground. Right. You know? And, and it's now
1: the width of a string because it's,
0: Totally. You know how much this rope costs. I mean, right. rope is ch- not cheap. Can't be cheap. No, that's expensive rope. It's huge rope too. It's like it's the size of like a soda can.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's got to be pretty big around. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna look into one from my backyard. Yeah. I, I and I know you gotta go. Um, gotta go. You gotta go. But um, it's been fun. It's been fun. And uh, next time, I don't know what we'll talk about. I got some other things we never covered, so
0: i was enjoying i was sending some more links to friends about that british
1: british paith Paith. that 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 site is amazing so fun yeah
0: the colors alone i'll just watch with i can watch it on mute yeah yeah it's something else i gotta get into i gotta get into some stuff though there's a bunch of stuff but I, i didn't spend any time reading this week except that one article but i'd like to get into some more
1: more stuff i mean it's hard when there's you know um so much snow yeah, so much snow. Just can't. I don't know how to pull myself away. Can't pull myself away from the, <laughs>
0: I can't even get away from the window. I'm just
1: watching the snowfall. Right. Yeah.
0: I'm watching it melt. As soon as it stops, I'm going out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There right it is. Now.